Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? my gosh no did you see that did you see that oh my gosh no what happened where'd it go yep it is mike mike <laughs> mike mike trick or sweet volume five everybody this is a found footage special this is the review for the blair witch project i'll be talking about some other found footage films that are worth your time almost exclusively found footage is like dedicated to uh what's it called horror it feels like i don't know if i can really think of i don't think i i don't know if i can think of any other kind of genre yeah. of film that's done found footage i'm trying to think i'm like uh, i can't really think of anything mm, i can't either maybe we can think of some as it goes on but uh, this is take 257. So we're just talking about horror today. It is trick or sweet. TC, um, how we feeling since our last episode, which was yesterday, aka five minutes ago that we recorded it. I'm feeling good. I, um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about Blitter Witch because you have been wanting me to watch this since a year ago. And I told myself I am watching it because last year we watched the thing together. Mm-hmm. This year we watched Blair Witch Project. What are we doing next year? Oh man, what are we doing next year? Let's let's oh, let's think. Oh my of it. gosh, I do you have one that you'd want to watch? Have you seen I, Halloween? You've seen Halloween. I've seen the newer Halloween. I've never seen the OG Halloween. Okay, well Did, that's that's probably. Is that going to be it? It that I would also well, love to scream. watch Scream. I've never seen Scream. Shut up. I literally just said we should watch Scream. I think we said Scream at the same time. Okay, okay. so we're going to review Scream next year. The OG Scream. Okay. I never think so. seen it. Wow. It. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. And once you watch the first one, first one honestly, it great entry level horror. Once you watch that first one, you can watch all of them. Okay. Scream it is next year. To I me, like it. It feels like slasher movies are the easiest horror movies to watch because they're not really revolved around like scares. It feels like they're more surrounded around like blood and gore and just the shock, the shock of the kills. Like that's kind of what they're all like framed around is what kind of cool kills can we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I've seen a couple of slashers. Well, I've only seen really one that. Halloween, I think I watched the 2018 Halloween with you. I was there in the theaters with you. Yeah. I've seen it chapter one. I never saw it chapter two. So yeah. Um anyways, yeah, yeah. let's do scream next year. Maybe we'll do Halloween. Maybe we'll do a back to back feature. So now that you've seen, you know, you've seen a few more horror movies. I think you've seen the scariest end of them with hereditary. And some like kind of the more tame, which I wouldn't say Blair Witch is tame, but you've seen some t- tamer ones. What is your what are your thoughts on horror now that you kind of experienced a few more? I'm more open to it. I I yeah. like like for example, like I'm down to watch Scream. I'm down to watch Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I want to watch that movie, What Lies Beneath, because. <laughs> Chris Tuckman did a, a review on it. That's yeah. like Harrison Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer. Apparently, that's like pretty spooky. Okay. Um, I've seen it in the past. That one was scary. I'd never liked clowns. Uh, that was a fun theater experience though with you, Eric, and and Steve-O. That was pretty fun. The, um, doing the can can is like the yeah. the camera is like 
fixed on his face. Yes. Uh, so I'm more open to it. Like, I do like the feeling you do get when you watch something scary because you're like on the edge of your seat. Like, you're kind of like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, so like a haunting in Venice, for example, is very small, scary scope, but it was good suspense. So yeah, I'm I'm more open to it. I still think I don't think I'm there to like watch like, you know, The Exorcist, for example, or something like very like demonic. Like talk to me, talk to me would creep me out. Like I think that yeah. movie would would scare me. Like that's a horror movie that I'm like, I I don't, I don't think I'm there yet. But like seeing trailers and kind of reading about it, that seems like that would totally spook me. Um. So yeah. Anyways, that's that's where I'm at right now with with, with horror. So I'm more so I'm get, becoming more open to it. I'm more I, I I have a higher appreciation too. It feels like if it's demon related, you're out. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Okay. That just that stuff like I don't know, it just scares me. <laughs> because it's real. Because demons possessing you are real. They'll possess you. That's what they exist for. Yeah, that's why. It's actually because it's real. That's why that's it's the freakiest. Yeah, that's that's but, stuff where, well, it, it kind of does like feel like a little bit, you know, like that could happen. So like that that element of like, is this real? Could this happen? Like that that scares the crap out of me. It's so when, funny that like the Mike My- Michael Myers, Jasons of the world, Leatherface. I actually think you'd like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. Um, mm. Like they're scary, but those people don't exist. Um. You know what I mean? Like Leatherface doesn't exist. Like these people don't exist. If you grow up in like a Judeo-Christian household, like demons and like spirits are things that are real, that you're taught are like real and exist around you. But like, yeah. like, yeah, Michael Myers isn't exactly like a, like a thing that we worry about. Sure. There are sickos in the world, but it's not like that. Like they're kind of the least realistic. It feels like, which is kind of when we enter into the found footage realm where the purpose of it is to feel real. You know, Blair Witch, uh, It you know, the first kind of like official found footage that ever existed was Cannibal Holocaust that I think was like in the 70s. Famously banned in a lot of countries due to like animal cruelty. They, they kill a turtle on camera, uh, which is interesting that that's the reason why it's banned and not because of the graphic depictions of like sexual assault in it i i don't know like i like animals but the turtle part was not as crazy for me as like the other stuff that was in it yeah um still sad that they killed a real animal but you know what what we look into with found footage is to get that emotion of oh my gosh this this what i'm watching it at was real and that's what happened with the marketing of this campaign i remember i was six years old it was 1999, maybe 2000, and I came down for dinner. We were living with our cousins because we had just transitioned. We moved from Texas to Utah, and my cousin was reading the, the the paper. He was probably 15, like a freshman in high school, and I remember him being like, there's this new documentary out called The Blair Witch Project. It's real, and like these people actually went into the forest, and I actually knew about The Blair Witch Project. I couldn't tell you how, um, maybe because like I was seven watching uh, – Ebert at the movies with Ebert and Roper when I was that age. But like, that's how young I remember being like, whoa, found footage. Like, this is cool. Like people believe this. So what was the first found footage mill that you remember seeing things about? Dude, or it could just be horror or it could just be horror in general. 
that what isn't that like unfriended if isn't that a found footage movie with the kid that puts his blender the the hand in the blender or something like that it's like a trailer steve and i would always watch it and i think it's found foot or i think it has like more of like a searching type it is yeah yeah like kind of aspect like it's like a webcam yeah unfriended movie hand in blender um like is it called unfriended i think it's called unfriended. yeah it is it's from 2015 that's 2015 though you don't remember any other like horror campaigns or or horror trailers that you saw that like freaked you out oh definitely like i, I remember hearing about sixth sense that's another movie that i still have not seen i remember hearing a lot about sixth sense when i was younger I would say the biggest like horror, like spooky watch when I was younger was Signs. I remember Signs was the movement Mm -hmm. when I was younger. Like everybody needs to go watch Signs. I still remember like I saw actually a meme. It's not really found footage, of course, but I saw a meme of like when the alien crosses the TV and Joaquin Phoenix is in the closet. I still remember seeing that as a kid, like when my parents were watching the movie. I think I maybe came up at that at that time and it freaked me out. So Signs was like a big movie when I was younger that like actually gave me the creeps. Ah, okay. That's a big one is like the, yeah, the alien moving across the screen. That one's still people talk about it being like one of the scariest scenes in a movie they'd ever seen. For sure. For sure. That was very, very, very spooky. But uh, yeah, not a big, uh, I haven't seen a ton obviously of like the, of like the horror when I was younger, but that Signs was, very pivotal six cents a little bit and then yeah that was mainly it i remember when uh paranormal activity came out our friend colton peterson thought that it was real <laughs> oh yes that's another big campaign i remember in high school yeah in junior high was paranormal activity mm-hmm. and i remember i was like no way like even watching that trailer i was like nah it was genius because it was like ask for the movie to be in your area kind of a thing you know you had to request it and um i remember it, i think it was one of the only times I skipped school and our buddy went and bought our tickets beforehand and I gave him my ID and I was like, put mine under it so that, so that they don't check my age and they'll give me the ticket and I can go right in. And uh, we got in, it was like a one o'clock in the afternoon showing that me and a couple friends went to, and I'll remember it forever. Cause I sat there with my eyes covered as I watched this movie. How, how would I do in paranormal activity? You think I can handle that? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Maybe you could, but I, I think it. I I don't think you would like it. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. You've watched Hereditary. You've watched the scariest movie I think I've ever seen. So you could pretty much handle anything at this point. Well, I don't know if handle anything is is the right <laughs> word for it. Yeah, that's true. But but Paranormal Activity. Let's talk about it. What did you think going in beforehand, and what were you thinking as you watched it? Oh, Blair Witch. Yes. Blair, Blair Witch. Witch That's right. Blair Witch. Yeah. I was like, whoa, a hard pivot. Uh, Blair Witch Project. No, I've been excited about this. I was a little I was a little bit like how many jump scares are going to be. Am I going to see like this like demonic looking creature? You know what I mean? But I mean, I don't want to spoil too much of anything. But I love this movie. I thought it was a really, really interesting watch because watching the thing last year was like really cool practical effects, kind of an alien watch and a little bit mysterious. This is just, you said it best, this reinforces my nightmare of camping and my nightmare 
of like having because I remember sleeping one night for like scouting or something like that and camping. And I remember hearing like some branches uh, break and hearing like the tent rustle. I don't know if it was like a fellow scouting member of mine or it was just the wind. It just spooked me. So I hate camping and this whole setup of these three students going on this project to understand more about the Blair Witch and kind of search for it and getting lost and having to camp and hearing things overnight is is just eerie. And it's just each like night progressively gets a little bit worse and everything that unfolds. So I think this is a great watch. I think this is a movie that you have to watch with people around you because it elevates at the end. Like I was covering my, my face a little bit. It just was doing this because I was like, what the freak is going to happen. So Blair Witch, uh, yeah, highly recommend it. it. I think it's a great entry level watch too for horror. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, I think is really effective about it is the, the breadcrumbs that it leaves throughout. Yes. Like, like the first 20 minutes is such an effective way of, of exposition because it's these, these interviews and then throughout after the interviews you know you get the the students reactions to what people are telling them they're kind of dubious you know they're like oh it's not really that real that lady's kind of crazy who knows and and the town is like i like to this day i i don't i'm sure you could probably go i could probably google it and find out but like the interviewees feel like real people like it doesn't feel like actors that they were told to um like react they feel like real people reacting to oh yeah the Blair Witch like this is what it is do you know what I mean for sure for sure like like the actors and I feel like especially the three leads of the students felt like actual you know circumstances yeah like I thought the acting was terrific in it and like I said in my letterbox review the only guy that I was like mm, was the was the guy with a tucked in shirt for the fisherman kind of being silly in that but yeah Overall, it was like really good. Like the townspeople getting interviewed, the students, like everything feels like pretty legit. And I think the marketing for this, uh, you were telling me that is wild that they did that. Oh, what yeah. Was it again? And so, so um, on IMDb, when they started to market the the film, they marked they marketed the actors as being deceased. For Blair Witch Project. That is creepy. And so the parents started to call me like, uh, like the, the parents were getting calls from friends and family being like, we're so sorry about, you know, about Heather's death and stuff like that. Cause it really did. Like it was so effective. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. That is clever marketing. And I think the one thing, like if you go into this movie thinking that it is like, a true documentary of a true students who, you know, died in the woods and they found their footage. Like if you actually believe that going into it, it is heightened to a T of well, like your scares. So get this, you know, in, a, in an interview with the guardian, Ed, uh, Ed, Ed Sanchez, who directed it, like helped direct. And I think write it said that, um, <laughs> They set up a base at a house in Germantown, Maryland that Ed shared with his girlfriend. They were the, There were 10 to 15 of us out there for six weeks, sleeping on couches and on the floor. The shoot took eight days and was a 24-7 operation. It wasn't like a normal film. The actors would work the cameras, filming each other all the time, and using GPS 
the team directed the actors to location marked with flags or milk crates, and they'd leave their footage there and pick up food and their direction notes. Wow. Yeah. That's that's impressive. No, like when you're what yeah, when you're watching this, like it really does feel like true honest found footage. Like like the movement of the camera, like some people have like the camera the most. Like Heather normally has the camera the most, and she's like really gun ho about getting things on camera, which it starts to annoy Josh and Mike. But no, it is it really is good. Yeah, and you know, um, they set up a fake website about it. They even got a police officer who had worked in Maryland that was saying that they wanted he wanted to help them find them, and he had to be like, "Oh, sorry, it's fake," but like, don't tell people because, um, you know, that's what they're doing. All in all, the movie cost uh three hundred thousand dollars. It was bought at Sundance for a million, and the movie made two hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide. Worldwide. Good investment. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the 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 fact that these, you know, students were there and made it feel really real. I've noticed that I think a trend that has happened with found footage, for better or worse, is flash in the pan. People love it. It's a great moneymaker. But like none of these people have gone on to have careers really like big careers yeah Um, and i've noticed that with a lot of these like eduardo sanchez that directed it tried to make other movies but he was kind of pigeonholed into the found footage realm and it was not the same to get him up there but now you've seen movies such as um the vhs franchise that's purely built on found footage that's really effective and then you see uh one of the worst offenders in the devil inside that came out about 10 years ago it famously ends with a car crash and tells you to go to a website to find out more about um the the happenings of the film so which which movie is that it's called the devil inside oh interesting have you seen it no but i know about like the end and like what it was marketed as and uh, people yeah. thought it was pretty a pretty disgusting like uh way to get people to go watch your movie. Yeah, that's not that's not really great. That's not really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um huh, interesting. And how how many sequels of Blair Witch are there now? There's technically two. One of them it feels like it was another movie and then they reshot around that other movie to make it feel like a sequel to Blair Witch. And then you have Blair Witch, which is a direct sequel to the Blair Witch project. So oh. Heather's brother like finds out that he thinks that his sister might be alive and he goes back into the woods to find her. And it's, it's, it's interesting. I like it. Like I like all these found footage movies cause it does give that sense of realism. Um, but it kind of delves into the, like, it, like it gets a little bit too off the rails near the end and it doesn't work. The, the reason why Blair Witch, the Blair Witch project works is because it does. It's so practical and it's so low budget that like that's how it works and the ending is super effective because it it pays off all of the different things you've heard from the interviews throughout the movie it really does feel like contained Mm -hmm. yeah i have it as an a plus suite it is one of my all-time favorite movies my one of my favorite horror films and uh, i think it just does everything really well in every way some people don't really like it like some people are like oh it's just a lot of people screaming in the woods but for me it's it's deeper than that it's like the 
the disbelief part and when they're out there and they're, you know, whether it's paranoia or the mania and the different things that happen to them, it, it's it's effective. It's very effective. So I love this movie. I would give it an A suite. Um, I would love to watch this with like a group of people because in the woods, too. Oh, absolutely not. But yes, <laughs> could you imagine that setup? Watching this in the woods, yeah. and then on certain sequences, like somebody in your party like comes out dressed up spooky or something like that. But yeah, I I like what you said. The breadcrumbs of it all like adds up, and even like from the very beginning, interviews are great callbacks to what happens in the end. Because yeah. even you had to point that out for me, and I was like, oh my gosh, like. The house sequence, whoo wee, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was startling. So Blair Witch, I think this is a great Halloween movie. If you guys, if you sweets need a Halloween movie to watch this, and you haven't seen one, Blair Witch, it's eighty minutes, super tight. If I remember right, Target aired a Blair Witch Project ad that was like for Christmas, I think. Really? Yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure. That it was like a spoof on Blair Witch Project, and it was for Target. Wow, go Target! Yeah, it was a, uh, and like I think like Garth Brooks was in it, but I do remember there being an ad for the Blair. Like Target used the Blair Witch as influence for an ad, so um, very cool, very cool story around the Blair Witch Project. It's it's awesome. One of the great, yeah. one of the great low budget, great examples of, you know, run and gun gonzo type filmmaking of making it go out and make it with your friends, go out and make stuff because it happens. You make something great, people buy it and you never know what will happen afterwards. Yeah, no, so true. Uh, yeah, Blair Witch, A slash we, um, have you seen The Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. That's one I haven't watched. That's one Oh, I gosh. Yeah, that's like a big blind spot. That's one I've been wanting to watch for a while. So, but yeah, Scream next year. Let's do Halloween. And maybe we'll even do Sounds of the Lambs. <laughs> so so here's a, here are some found footage films that I think are really great and I think are worth everyone's time. Um, I know that I'm probably missing one or two, but these are the ones that off the top of my head I always recommend to people. Um, the first one is Wreck. It's a Spanish one. Um, it's a, a television broadcast that it's a, it's a news broadcast that goes straight to a location and the location gets locked down. And so the reporter and her cameraman are stuck in this uh, apartment building. Uh, Lake Mungo, that's one that I heard about from Chris Stuckman years ago, and I watched it and I thought it was amazing. Really incredible. About that one. Really incredible. Pretty like unnerving stuff. One of the one of the most horrifying images i've ever seen on screen like unexplainable images um uh the visit which is an m night Shyamalan film it was kind of his return back to like popular directing like his movies before that were all kind of bombs um uh i think cloverfield is also a really great example matt reeves first film really fun it was my first ever memory of writing a review and publishing it i published it on the ksl news like Cloverfield page, like the review page. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. I don't remember what my comment was. I actually tried to go find it. I couldn't find it. Um, one that's high found footage as well. I tell everyone to watch is called one cut of the dead. It's on shutter and it is found footage and it's unlike anything you've ever seen for found footage. So it's a really fun watch. I feel like I chat about that movie every year and, um, I've yet to have anyone respond and be like, Oh my gosh, one cut of the dead. I it's, it's just really great though. And then one that I've watched recently and I've chatted with the director a little bit, uh, shouts out Dutch is horror in the high desert. Um, really great, effective use of tension along the same vein of Blair Witch Project is it doesn't rely on those jumps. It relies on the frame and building tension with your camera and with like what's on screen. And I really loved it. There's two of them out. One of them came out in like 2019, maybe. The other one just came out this year. And Dutch said that he's working on the third one. So uh, pretty low budget, but I I thought it was awesome and really effective. Dang. So there you go. There's a few found footage films that for me, I I love all of them. I'll watch all of them. Uh, But these, these ones are kind of like a cut above for me. Yeah. No, that sounds like a good list. Link Mungo. I remember... I remember you mentioning that on the pod, I think. When did you watch it? Last year? Oh, I saw it like four years ago, probably. Okay. Because okay. I, I remember you or uh, Stucco talking about that. Yeah, that I know Stucco talked about it, and then I like got into it, and I, I decided to watch it. Yeah. So it's a great watch. Great, great watch. Uh, TC, anything else from you? Um, No, Call to Action is uh, dress up, have a great Halloween. Uh, go go trick or treating with your kids, your nieces, your nephews, whoever it is, and just have a blast and watch a spooky watch. Have a fun time because yeah, um, Halloween comes again next year. <laughs> so you only get it once a year. You only get it once a year. So take advantage. Take advantage. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's all I have. But uh, okay. thank you everybody for listening and supporting us. This is what take two hundred and fifty nine technically. Oh, is it technically that many? I thought this was 57. 57. Yeah. Take 58, counting that bonus, that one random bonus. Take. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Just okay. that one random bonus take. So. Next, right, take, next take sweet, is a fun movie club. We'll be doing a draft of some sorts, talk about some movies. And TC, stay so sweet. Sweet. Sweet.